Welcome to the Unity of the Valley Spiritual Center podcast featuring Reverend Dahlia Adams. You may visit us online at unityvacaville.org or you may visit us in person at 350 North Orchard Avenue in Vacaville, California. And now, here is Reverend Dahlia Adams. So thank you for joining us today. My name is Reverend Dahlia Adams, and it is my honor to be able to be with you today. We have been talking about the the mystery, the mystery of what is God and who are we in relation to God. And we acknowledge that as we look at the mystery, the deepest truths, that it is very, very difficult, if not impossible, to wrap our logical minds around that truth. That truth is deeper and greater than that which our rational minds can process. But we approach it, we ask the questions, and we come closer and we get new questions, more questions, and we do that process. And as we do that, we approach the, an understanding of the truth, a truth that we can know in its fullness, in our hearts, in our souls, in our very being. And today, we are talking about the truth that Christ is risen. Today is Easter Sunday in the Christian calendar. And although there is a story of Jesus the Christ and his experiences and his crucifixion and his resurrection, we honor that. We honor that, but we also acknowledge that the Christ that is within Jesus is also within us. He is our teacher, our master, because the Christ was perfected in Jesus. And that same Christ is within us, but what is ours to do is to awaken to that truth, that truth of who we are, and to live in the consciousness of the Christ. And Easter is a celebration that the Christ, that sometimes we feel we lose or we separate from, is always there. And Christ is risen in our consciousness. When Jesus endured all that he endured and he was crucified, the Christ within him was alive and ever-present and not diminished in any way by those earthly experiences. The Christ within him was forever strong. His oneness with the Father never wavered despite the experiences he went through. And it is for us to strive to have that consciousness of the Christ that Jesus showed, that he modeled, that he let us know what was possible. When he said we would do the things that he had done and greater things still, it wasn't just the outward expression of healing or teaching. It was that inner consciousness 
of the Christ, he modeled for us how to live in that consciousness. And Easter is a celebration not only of Jesus rising from the dead, but it is the rising of that Christ consciousness within each and every one of us. Because if it's just the historical event, it's not its fullness. It's not the full greatness of this moment, this teaching, this spiritual truth. So today, Easter Sunday, we focus on the truth that Christ is risen in our consciousness and the Christ Jesus is risen. It wasn't just a historical event. So with that, happy Easter to those of us who celebrate the Easter holiday. May it be a beautiful day, a beautiful Easter. The story of Easter that we're looking at today is a story for each of us, a story of overcoming overcoming those earthly limitations and awakening to the Christ within. That's the heart of the story. But in our Gospels, we are given the story that was historically recorded, the story of Jesus' experience with the resurrection, with what we now call Easter. And so in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 15, verse 46, it tells us that Joseph went out and he got linens. And he took down Jesus' body from the cross and wrapped it in the linen and then placed Jesus' body in a tomb that was cut out of a rock. And he probably had help and he rolled a huge stone against this tomb and sealed the tomb. So for all intents and purposes at that time, this was a time of immense gr grieving. People felt the loss of someone they loved dearly, someone that they followed, someone that they uh, learned from. They felt the loss of their friend, their family member, their teacher, their inspiration someone who brought to them the experience of the presence of God. And then it was the Sabbath, and people followed the Sabbath rules, and Jesus was in this tomb for three days. And a unity teacher, Elizabeth Sands Turner, she wrote a book called Your Hope of Glory, and in it she just she gave the unity understanding of the, the story of Jesus's death and resurrection. And what she wrote was in the three days that Jesus was in the tomb, metaphorically or metaphysically, the meaning for us is when we go into our own experiences of a tomb, and this happens, we become afraid, we become angry, we become resentful, we become depressed, we, we go into a consciousness 
where we feel separate from God. We go into a consciousness where we feel cut off with that experience of the Christ within us. And those are horrible times. They've been described as dark nights of the soul. And when we're in that space, oftentimes I hear people tell me, I don't even know if God exists when I'm there. I don't know why I'm here on this earth. I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know how I'm going to make it through this day or through another day. And so that is an experience of being in our own personal tomb. It's as if that life of God within us is no longer available to us. That's not the truth, but that's the feeling of it. And Elizabeth Sands Turner says that when we go through our own tomb experience, if we will, what is ours to do is to not resist it, not to gloss it over, not to pretend it's not happening, not to resist the experience. But as we open to the experience, now opening to the experience doesn't mean we like it or we wish for it or we say, hooray, I'm doing this. We acknowledge the pain, the sadness, the fear, the anger. And instead of resisting it, we say, yes, this is what is happening. This is what I am experiencing. And even in the midst of that, I open to the will of God. God, what is your will for me in this? What would you have me do? What would you have me learn? What would you have me overcome? So that willingness and openness to the will of God, which is the guidance that we get from deep within ourselves. And this can be a challenge during those times. We feel so disconnected from the experience of the divine. But at least that willingness to hear the will of God in the midst of it. We learn over and over again that we need to bring just a little bit of willingness and God does the rest. We need only to bring a mustard seed of faith and God does the rest. So we open to the will of God. We are willing to know the will of God. And then the third phase or the first third task of this tomb experience is to fulfill the will of God. When it becomes clear to us what that is, to go ahead and do that which we are being called to do. And Jesus did this. He, he was not resisting the horrors of what was happening to him. He did not resist. And he surrendered to the will of God. So that was a way of teaching us what we are to do in our own tomb experience. And then in the Gospel of Mark, it continues that when the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome bought spices so they, they could go 
and anoint Jesus' body. And when they were on their way to the tomb, they looked at each other and said, but who's going to roll back that stone? I mean, it was a huge rock from the entrance of the tomb. But they kept going in faith that somehow it would work out. But when they got there and they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. Imagine how awesome, how amazing that must have been at the time, this big, huge boulder, and it's rolled away. And that was in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 16, verse 4. And again, metaphysically, metaphorically, what that means for us in our own experience of moving from our tomb experience to our resurrection is removing the stone is removing the awareness the removing the blocks to the awareness of love's presence and we've talked about this that god is love and that means if we are in the image and likeness of god then we are love but boy we get cut off from that experience at times we feel anything but loving. We feel alone and separate, and we sometimes feel like we are not loved. So what is ours to do is to remove the boulders, the blocks that separate us from the awareness of love's presence, the love that is the truth of who we are, the love that is the truth of what God is. We need to remove the blocks that keep us from being aware of the infinite possibilities that are always present through God. Again, when we feel separate and cut off, when we are in one of these experiences of being in the tomb, we feel helpless. We feel like we're stuck. We feel like there's no way out of this. There's no fixing whatever the situation might be. And as we open to the will of God, open to the presence of God, we are able to remove the blocks to the awareness of these possibilities, the infinite possibilities. And we most of all need to remove the blocks to our awareness of our oneness with God. The fact that wherever we are, God is. That it is impossible for us to go anywhere in our minds, to go anywhere physically where God is not. God is always present. What changes is our awareness. So we move the blocks and we become aware again of God's presence, of the infinite possibilities that are God of the love that is God, the love that we are. So again, that sometimes they feel like big boulders to remove, but that's what is ours to do. And so this boulder back to the Gospel of Mark, in the Gospel, they saw that the boulder had been taken away and they went into the tomb 
expecting to see Jesus' body, but it was not there. Instead, there was a young man or an angel, however you want to understand that. And he said to them, do not be alarmed. You are looking for Jesus of Nazareth who is crucified. He has risen. Again, the, the power of that statement, the power of the fact that the body was not there, the truth that Jesus had overcome physical death, the truth of eternal life that he was demonstrating. And for us, it's the truth that beyond this mortal expression of life, we are spiritual beings in the image and likeness of God. And the eternal life that is God's is the eternal life that is ours. So the story of Easter for us in this world is a story of new life. If we claim the truth that we are spiritual beings, that eternal life is the life of spirit, that what, then whatever we might be going through here on this earth, on this earthly plane, if we move through that tomb experience, if we surrender to the will of God, if we remove the blocks that keep us from knowing God's presence, the presence of love, the presence of infinite possibility, then when we emerge out of that tomb experience, we have a new life, a renewed sense of purpose, a, a deeper knowing of who we are and what God is, a new sense of possibilities, a new sense of direction. So the story of Easter is also a story of new life. And that's what we celebrate. When we say to someone, Happy Easter, it means more than I hope you find a lot of Easter eggs. You know, it means that if, the, if that's, especially if you have children who are collecting Easter eggs, it's, it's fun. But happy Easter means may you find a deeper meaning in your life. May the new life that you are claiming on this holiday, this holy day, fill you with joy and love and possibilities. So it's a beautiful thing to say to people, except they might not know that that is what you're meaning, but that's okay. Say it anyway. You know, this, this whole truth of Easter is demonstrated in nature all the time. All the time you put a seed in the ground. I mean, think of that. I mean, I don't know how much awareness a seed has, but being stuck in the dirt, in the dark, in the damp, in the cold. I mean, that cannot be an experience of hope. That cannot be an experience of joy. It's a tomb experience. But out of that, a seedling grows. A seedling grows. And it's, it's called to grow. If you will, it's divine will that it grow. And then it grows. And out of that emerges new possibilities, fields of flowers, trees, forests. 
and all the beauty of nature that we see and that we embrace. So the new life comes out of this experience that at face value does not seem to hold much promise. So this resurrection, this experience of new life is every day. It's not something in the historical past. It's not even just something that happened to us once upon a time when I had this amazing spiritual awakening. It is an experience every day. Every day we forget who we are. Every day we lose our awareness that wherever we are, God is. And every day we have the opportunity to surrender to that which is calling us, the will of God, if you would like to express it that way. We surrender to that which is calling us. And as we do that, we also remove the blocks to our awareness and we embrace a new life, a new life experience in this moment. Each and every day we can move from a tomb experience to a resurrection, to the truth of who we are. Charles Fillmore said the resurrection is the raising of man into the Christ consciousness of life and wholeness. So every day we can raise our awareness, our consciousness, to the consciousness of the Christ presence, which shifts our life into a deeper and more profound way of being. And I think this is what Jesus said when he said, I am the resurrection and the life. I think he meant more than just he express, the Christ expressing as Jesus being the resurrection and the life. I think he meant the Christ, which is at the heart of every person, is the resurrection and the life. If we truly follow Jesus, we live in that consciousness of the Christ, because that's what he did. And if we truly follow Jesus, not only do we follow a few rules here and there, but we seek to be like him, to live in the consciousness that he lived. And to live in the consciousness of the Christ presence is the most powerful way of following his teaching. So when we do that, we can say, we can affirm for ourselves that I am that part of me that experiences God expressing through me, I am, that experience of who I am is the resurrection and the life. Charles Fillmore said again that the power of the resurrection is the Christ. The physical story that occurred is powerful and amazing and inspiring, but at the very heart of it all, it is the awakening to that Christ consciousness 
seeking to live in the consciousness that Jesus lived in, that we feel the full power of the resurrection. And so I leave you with this blessing from the Romans chapter, uh, letters to the Romans chapter 15, verse 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. This is not just about Easter, but it definitely is a key message of Easter, that we may be filled with the joy of the truth of the Christ within us and that the hope that that brings. And finally, from the letters to the Colossians, Easter is a holiday that remind, or holy day, I should say, that reminds us to always know that Christ in you is your hope of glory. So we can tell ourselves, Christ in me is my hope of glory. And so it is. We hope you enjoyed today's message. If you would like to support this podcast, you may do so at unityvacaville.org.